it's Allie. And? And I'm Lindsay. There you go. There you go. Matt's going to talk that way the entire episode. You Um, got it. I think that impression is pretty accurate. Actually, to be honest, it sounds a lot more like me than it does sound like Lindsay. I've been working on it for six months. <laughs> you got a little Southern for that one. I mean, granted, I did grow up <laughs> south of the Mason-Dixon. I don't want to talk about it, but... Um, I'm Lindsay, and I'm from the South. Yeah, she is. That's true. She's really from the South. We both grew up south of the Mason-Dixon. Damn. Wait, I thought you were in Maryland. South of the Mason-Dixon. We fought with the oh, North, though. Mar- we fought with the oh, North. Oh, God. Mar- Why do I just always just group Maryland and Baltimore and Washington, D.C. with, with the Northeasterners? I don't think of them it as makes south. Sense. DC is like so liberal and Democrat. I think Baltimore is too. So everybody just like, but you know. politically, sure. But like, like geographically, I just do not perceive those places as yeah. Well, south. it's only three and a half hours drive south of New York City, as opposed right. to Florida, which is like two days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> right, exactly, I get it. So uh, reproductive rights. How about that? I'm sorry for your loss. Y- your loss. <laughs> Uh, and, um, it's, it's bad. Here's the thing. I'm fine. I live in California and my fertility is quickly running out. Thank God. (laughs) (sighs) But for everyone else, it's a real shit show out there. You know, it's really wild. You know, I was listening to the daily because I know everyone likes when a podcast just quotes another bigger podcast. So apparently the Supreme court has overturned precedent before, but never in a way that diminishes rights. It's always been to expand oh, rights. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's exciting living in the handmaid's tale. You never you never know what's gonna happen next. Um, actually we do because we have the handmaid's tale, so the blueprint is out there. We we're following it. Yep. It's such a through the looking glass bizarro thing because the th- because the people who have done this and believe this is good uh, think they are expanding rights or or solving a problem. You know what I yeah. mean? You can think you're 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 solving a problem, but to say you're expanding rights is a real fucking stretch. The hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of it all really drives me fucking bananas. Like the fact that they deemed that vaccine mandates were an sure. overreach, right? That mask mandates were an overreach. Yeah. God forbid anyone wear a mask, but now you have to carry a pregnancy. Right. And I don't want to lump, I don't want to lump all rights and lefts into buckets or whatever. And, and the other thing, the only other thing I'll say, because I am as, I'm as heartbroken as you are for all women. And, um, it's, it's, this is an awful thing, but I simultaneously, like, I do understand why emotionally you would feel that, uh, that abortion is, it's hard to palate the concept of it. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't have it, but I understand why people feel so passionately about it. Now there's another layer of like, there's a lot of like politicization of this, which is what has led us here. But at its core, I un- I do sympathize with people who are who struggle with it. You know what I mean? Am I I making any sense? I get it. Like in the sense that if you truly believe abortion is murder, you're like, why would we not outlaw murder? My dilemma is I'm even okay with saying, you know, not past. I think Roe versus Wade says you can't, that 
you can't make restrictions prior to 23 weeks. I might right. be wrong. Right. Yeah, is that right? right. What, what, what the point is philosophically, there is a cutoff. Is a bundle of cells a human being? I would no. say no. Is a is a fetus is a six month along fetus a human being? I I might still err towards no, but I understand yeah. and sympathize with people who say yes. I'd even be okay with um like you know uh look doing a um a fresh look at what is the cutoff right? But like yeah. you know sure right like states are introducing bans on six weeks like nobody even knows that's, they're pregnant. That's it's insane. not a fucking that's baby ins- at that point. Correct. If that's, you've that's ever seen a woman really... who's six weeks pregnant, she is not pregnant. Like she, you're not even supposed to tell your fa- like people don't even tell their families yet because it's like the risk of yep. miscarriage is so high, and you're like yep. basically not pregnant. The other thing is just okay. First of all, Judaism, Jewish law permits abortion and even requires it if it jeopardizes the health or safety of the mother. So like that's interesting. Yeah. What is the uh, just because uh, I'm completely ignorant? Uh, this is somewhere in the Talmud or the or yeah. the Old Testament. What are we talking about? Here? I don't know enough about it, but I did actually yesterday um, text my friend who's getting a PhD in <laughs> religion and specifically Judaism, and I was like, "This is true, right?" And she was like, "That is true." <laughs> so I fact checked <laughs> it to some extent, but it's just like you know they want to do this. Really, it's religious ideology and i'm like yes, no we course. have a separation of church and state and jews permit it but the other thing too is just like to decide to go backwards in the sense that okay there's a there's a, you know you can google this there's a list of countries um you know where abortions are allowed and it's like <laughs> every western country yeah you know and and then some like it's mm-hmm. crazy just to say, like, you know, we, we clearly see the world going one direction and we're going to go the other. Like, you and know. And also, I keep seeing charts and data from a variety of sources. So I'm sure there's a lot of mishmash going on here. But but generally speaking, like the people, the people of the United States generally agree or that there is a majority of people, adults, voters who say, no, it should be, it should be legal in most cases, unless there's a cutoff that I feel uncomfortable with. Like, so the vast majority of humans, of citizens of this country do not agree fundamentally with the Supreme Court's decision. And yet we have uh, a president who has appointed more Supreme Court justices in his four years than any sitting president uh, in forever or a very long time, if if I'm not mistaken. It's so gross that they didn't let Obama... And so now the deck is stacked, and then here we go. Yeah, we're being ruled by the minority. Right, ruled by a very loud Yeah, you know, the gerrymandering and and all of that, it's just... Well, the other thing, too, is like, again, if people were consistent, that would Mm -hmm. be fine. If they were like... Pro-life, pro-life, and they were in favor of, I mean, I know everyone's heard these arguments, but if they were in favor of tons of welfare programs and assistance and vaccines, like if they were just like super (laughs) pro-life across the board, I'd be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yep. I, if you'll permit me, because I think you'll appreciate it, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there, so there, it, in the spirit of this show, there is a, a wonderful subreddit called 2X Chromosomes that I don't participate in, but I subscribe to because I, I you know, every now and then, um, I just, I want to be an ally or be aware of what women are 
championing or, or caring about. And so this is the type of thing that comes up in the subreddit a lot. And uh, one user has put the top of the subreddit right now, which is blowing up and it's, it's people are, you know, cheering this post and, and talking about it is, is um, a, a person, I presume a woman who is saying, I'm pro Becky who found out at her 20 week anatomy scan that the infant she had been so excited to bring into this world had developed without life sustaining organs. Then she goes to another, she's using women's names and there are like, I would say 15 examples. I'm pro Susan who was sexually assaulted on her way home from work only to come to the horrific realization that her assailant planted his seed in her when she got a positive. Like, and, and and like, like we know a lot of the common examples, but this user has posted a lot of very like, wow, I've never even, I've never even thought about this example of a woman needing to make a very important choice. And and I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice, and I didn't even consider that. And here's why we need to protect these rights. And yeah, it's just it, two X chromosomes is a, is an important subreddit that may, perhaps we should uh, cover we in, in the future. Them? I feel like we have, but we should do that we again. Come have. into that, yeah, especially right. right now. Right. I'll try again. Yeah. But the other thing is, sometimes I try to like read Fox News and see what the right is saying because that feels <laughs> like the thing to do. And there was this tweet that was going viral yesterday on like the right side that was like. Um, I don't have it pulled up, but basically like my mom was a teenage pregnancy. She thought about aborting me. She didn't. If we lived in a leftist world, I wouldn't be here. And I actually commented and said, does a leftist world force abortions like that? You're proving our point. Your mother had a choice and she made a choice. No, no one on the left is forcing abortions. Yes. Yes. But right. But that that narrative is so emotional and so inflammatory. I know, everyone's that it, commenting like, bless you and your mother. And I'm like, yeah, she right. had a choice. Like nobody would if you and that happened in a pro-choice world. Right. <laughs> so what is the problem? Right. You are so right. And it's so infuriating. And then so it's funny you say that because the the other the antithesis of that tweet is uh, one of the posts, one of the comments in this Reddit thread, which is, um, and forgive me, it's it's a bit of a paragraph here. I've been trying to find a place to express this, and this seems like a safe one. When I was 16, my mom aborted a pregnancy caused by my abusive stepfather, who she had just left for the last time. She was abusing narcotics, had undiagnosed and untreated bipolar disorder, and was already unable to provide for our family. If she'd had that child, I firmly believe that either she'd have reunited with my stepfather and perpetuated a cycle of abuse, abandoned the child with me, meaning the the 16-year-old at the time, or committed suicide, uh, which my biological dad did around the same time the child would have been born. And 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 this person goes on. But like – yeah. There are endless cases of like, this is not – there is no way to bring a child into this world in a safe, pr- productive way. And it is better to, you know, make a choice about a bundle of cells than ruin people's lives forever. Especially you know? when and there isn't a safety net once that child is born. <laughs> exactly. That's the other side of this coin. There is no safety net for people in a tough spot. Exactly. I mean – I live in California, you're in New York, and it's going to be interesting because it's going to be up to the the men, women, and everyone in between in the red states 
who it's going to be up to the liberals there <laughs> mm-hmm. to get out and protest. It, it's it's going to fall to the states and it's going to be interesting that like we'll be fine. Uh, but and the other thing too, you know what I was thinking? Can we appeal to their racism? Because <laughs> there's a prediction <laughs> Go on. that okay, there's a prediction that America is no <laughs> longer going to be majority white by 2045. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. make abortion illegal, it disproportionately affects black and brown women. This is this is so you're this is so dark and fucked up, but you're you're not you're not technically wrong. See what I I'm guess. saying? I think it's going to speed see. up the trend of America being minority white. And if we can just get that out to the Republicans, like why can't they be the good little eugenicists that they'd like to be? Because it, they're going it's about it all a, wrong. <laughs> no, you're 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 obviously right, but it is just about winning the cultural war at any given moment. It's certain. It's never about long term planning. If this was about long term planning, we would our roads and would wouldn't be crumbling, and our schools wouldn't be shit. You know, like it's. It's obvious. Um, we're saying obvious things here. Uh, here's another. Okay. Well, I have two two questions, or one thought, one question. One is the great sort of migration. The the pandemic has pushed a lot of people out of urban areas, and I don't know if it's a statistically significant one, but like real estate prices are insane. Mm-hmm. So, like, I presume there are liberal city folk who are like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here. I work from home, so now I can live in Missouri." And own the home of my dreams, could keep my job and vote blue in a place that typically isn't. So I do. So will there be any positive residual effects of that? And then my other question where you're saying about protesting and states and whatever, like, okay, we have a federal change to the law, I presume. What what happens in a state that's like, no, we were going to continue doing this or that, like. Can they do that? And how will that work, legally speaking? I mean, is it just going to be fought and fought and fought? I think the idea is that this now leaves it up to the states. But I don't know because I did – there was an article in the Washington Post that, like, conservatives' next goal is to make it illegal federally. Uh, Okay, okay. So this overturn – Roe versus Wade said, we all agree federally that this right is protected. Now that it's overturned, it's like – States can figure it out. So we can still have a choice in states, but obviously that doesn't help people who are in certain places. Yeah, and I don't know what the next thing is. If they will try to, you know, I don't want to fan the flames, but yeah, there was a Washington Post article that their next goal is is a federal ban, but I don't know how realistic that is or not. So yeah, so for now it'll be left up to the states. So it's interesting because it's Republican states penalizing their own citizens. I mean, the what? number of <laughs> Republican men who are vehemently pro-life and then it turns out they convince their mistresses to get an abortion. You know, it's just right. like, OK. Well, hey, OK. Well, bringing it back around to this show and its and its culture, like, did you see that Anonymous, the hacking group that is does its vigilante justice, they said, uh, we're coming for you, uh, senators, congressmen and yes. Supreme Court. And with, with the implication that um, – Records will be hacked and people will be ex- people who have voted for these choices or these these rule these laws will be exposed for just the things that you described. And 
I mean, one side of me is like, well, clearly the voters don't give a shit about that. The base doesn't give a shit about that. I mean, you literally have a child uh, rapist uh, in in office currently who doesn't seem to be uh, Matt Getz Matt, or whoever. Gates, like he doesn't yeah. he do, he doesn't seem to be suffering any consequences it's just insane. yet. Insane. Like, uh, what was it? Al Franken was like accused, nothing proven, whatever, right. by like one person and stepped down. And he mm-hmm. has a record on Venmo of paying a seventeen-year-old for sex, and he's still in mm-hmm. Congress. Right. I'm only half kidding when I say like these are intractable philosophical differences about justice and rights, and it's like. So just we're we're done here. Like let's the states that make sense can secede and the rest can have a banana republic. And good luck to you. Good luck with your systems because they're not going to work in the long term. So we'll be over here, the United States of California and New York and and everyone else who you know is sane. I'm not trying to be elitist. I'm just trying to say like what is the solution here? Right. It's going to be a long game, but like I, it'll be interesting though, because like ultimately, yeah, they're going to be penalizing women in their own states. And at what point does the tide turn where enough people in those states are pissed because it affects them? I mean, the other problem is they'll be going out of, out of state to get abortions. It's like, that's the other thing is like, it's not like this is going to stop abortions, right? I mean... No, no, of course not. I mean, it'll stop Obviously some of not. them. Then there'll be a lot of children that have no, yeah. as we were saying or earlier... women who die. I mean, that's also right. the case. But I guess what... what um, yeah, and enough, we're not experts. Enough of their own constituents have to get mad. But they're not going to get mad because they want this. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and if they want this, then there's also... That's what's tough. Because if they want this, fine. But... The problem is, what is it that they want? Because this is really just about the option and the choice, right? If you want to, if you want to keep your baby and not abort, you can do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's always going to be women in every single state who are fucked by this. So, yeah, of course, but that there's not. I don't know if there's enough of them to change the tide of voting. So it's like they want this. They have won, and now. Everything is great according to their world worldview. So like Yeah, except for we're just, making them all one and I think once again that Gen Z will save us all. <laughs> oh. I'm curious why do you think the person leaked it? I have no I, I don't know enough about it nor do I really care. I mean what, well, I mean is this one, was this a clerk like, or something? Do we even know who where it came from? Did they leak it? Yeah, I'm wondering what the purpose of the leak was. And I'm well, hoping that this because, galvanizes like, people for the midterms. Yes. Although this yeah, that, was... that it's such a mon- it's so monumental that like the longer we can be out angry about it, the more momentum it could gain. I mean the the risks, the flip side of that is like uh the longer it simmers, the the, the more people forget about it. Like our, our memory, our short term memory on news cycle is uh pretty abysmal at this point. Yeah. Like Ukraine's still happening, but like yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope everything's good over there. I don't know. Like, you know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I was looking into um, driving down to Tijuana because you can pick up Ukrainians from the airport and take them to shelters Oh, um, wow. in Tijuana. Well, OK. Well, we it's need- a little bit on hold because a lot of people were crossing into the states from Tijuana. But Biden issued something that like you need to go through the appropriate channels and to like stop doing that and is advising against it. So the program is on hold. But I signed up if they need more volunteers because I'm in L.A. I drive down to Tijuana. But, um, and just for because con- I'm not aware of this for context, meaning 
Refugees are having a tough time flying directly to the U.S., so they're flying to Mexico and then trying to figure out figure it out from there. Yeah, they're taking flights directly to Tijuana. How could I mean? I, I, I'm being I'm asking a stupid question, but like I might not know the answer. There are rules. <laughs> like, like refugees are welcome. Like asylum seekers, they have to process paperwork and they have to go through channels. But if you get on a plane and you land in JFK and you're like, I'm going to be murdered in my home country, and here's why. We have to take them. That's just what we do. No, but we so don't. So why is this happening? <laughs> right. So then it's like, God, where do you even put your time? Right, driving to Tijuana. You should be protesting. I don't know. There's so many different things. It's just like, do you remember like 2014? So cute. Uh, I do not. So but cute. Here, but Did here's the answer. Happen? Here's the here's the answer to your question. Yeah. Protesting is important and activism is important. But if if you have one hour to spend on something and you can go and drive to a place and bring one person and help them be safe, that is there anything more important that you could do than helping one-on-one a person going to a soup kitchen and putting food into a homeless person's bowl like is probably more important than shouting in the streets. Like Yeah. Right. Well, also in California, I think the shouting doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But the protests in Texas are really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess I'm trying. I'm just I'm trying not to. I'm trying to skim the news, but not really go all the way down. I went all in over the past couple days and then it was like really depressing. And then I was like, time to write some jokes. And I didn't have any jokes. (laughs) You know what I mean? I also think Web three is going to fuck up the world, but we can talk about that on a different episode. I mean, that's a that's a different. I, I, these are these are real problems. Like mining crypto, sure, is not the greatest thing ever, but like no, no, no. There is I think they're going to make rights. things worse. I think they're going to make things a lot worse because they're like we're putting I, hands back in. We're putting uh, power back in the hands of the people. You know, decentralizing power away from Facebook and Google, and it's like okay, but then who are you going to hold responsible? When all the Nazis get together. The, the, I mean, the Nazis are getting together on Facebook and that's a corporation that has bajillions of dollars right. to shield so themselves from that liability. To... I'm way more afraid of Facebook and Google and Amazon than I ever am of like people on the internet. I'm afraid of Is... the people finding each other because mm. uh, we can hold, I think Facebook, Google, they all need to be, all these companies need to be regulated. Mm-hmm. We don't need to create another broken system. Like the same guys who 10, 15 years ago were like, we're going to change the world and connect everyone. It's the same robots who are like, we're going to change the world again. And I'm like, you, you guys, you really, that's who we're going with. I think that's fair. But you know, (laughs) but here's the thing, but here is the difference. If, if a, Welcome to the episode the web. where Ellie and Matt well, debate. But, but this is. But I find this interesting. Web three, the yeah. web. The web was decentralized. It is a peer-to-peer network that nobody owns. So do Nazis get together in little pockets of the web? Sure, but they they do their own thing. And are they radicalizing somebody? Sure, but now you have the web has morphed into corporate conglomerates where algorithms have become weaponized by conservative media, uh, ISIS, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nazis. And, and we can't fix it because the corporations own, they, they own it and they are, they're blocking that regulation. So there is an argument to be made. I'm not a web three bro. And I think there's a lot of problems with it because we're only using it for like capitalism right now. But like, there is a world where decentralization is 
a net positive for the internet because sure shitty people will always be on the internet but like the internet will police itself we we the users cannot go in go into facebook and fix it right. and kick the shitty people out but as but on the web we can do but that but they can form their and own we groups have right it. like what remember? they can but that doesn't matter they're going to be on there over there in the corner being shitty remember but they're not going to they're not going to reach grandma remember r slash the donald Yes, but that's exactly my point. The entire Eventually the entirety Reddit of Reddit. Them out. Yeah, but my point so if it's is decentralized, that decentralized who kicks them out. But listen, they don't need to be kicked out. They just need to be shunned. The Donald but then they is all a good find example. Each other, and they shouldn't Doesn't be allowed matter. to find each other. But you can't regulate speech. You can't turn speech off. Like, and even if you do, it will still happen. They'll just go further underground. So you, you're trying to say, how can we stop the bad people from talking? And you literally cannot do that. So the better way is to say, and the Donald's a good example. Reddit is on the whole an incredibly liberal place, but one tiny sliver was a bunch of psychos, mostly trolls and Russian uh, uh, plants, cheering on Donald Trump. And they could kick them out, yes, but it didn't affect the rest of Reddit. If you don't subscribe to that subreddit, you literally don't see content on the Donald. Now, as a converse example, if something's blowing up on Facebook and an algorithm knows that I kind of like, I'm kind of moderate and I kind of lean a little bit, you know, socially conservative, then the algorithm's going to serve me Fox News because there's an advertising incentive to serve. It reach it busts out of the, sh- the, the crappy, shitty corner of the internet and it busts into the mainstream because of the business model of Facebook. Reddit doesn't have that problem. The people stay in their lane. Do they bleed over? Yes. Do they affect other people? Yes. But not to the magnitude of Twitter and Facebook and 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 YouTube, you know? And that's why I think there's a kernel of openness and decentralization that is good, but we're just selling like fucking collectible NFTs that have no value right now. And that's what we think is great. And it's not, that part's not great. It's the, the philosophy has potential, I think. Uh, I personally think the problem is that we've allowed idiots to find each other. We've allowed the Nazis to find each other. We've allowed the flat earthers to find each other. And I think decentralizing means they can still find each other. So I prefer, I would personally prefer to see the current systems fixed rather than regenerate a brand new system that's going to come with its own problems. That's my thinking. So how will, so how do we fix it? I think there needs to be massive regulation it's so funny to me that it's like tv is regulated and then (laughs) but tv is is companies that produce content for commercial purposes we're talking about citizens talking to other citizens i mean this is a bad example because i think this is bad regulation but but Mm -hmm. um fosta sesta was regulation Mm -hmm. and changed the internet right so we need but i don't think it's working even if we're saying it's bad no no but we're saying it's it's a bad because it hurts people but also like has fosta sesta like eliminated child pornography on the internet i don't have statistics to say if it improved things or worsened things but like still plenty of child porn on the internet i assume so it just goes underground when you write and i'm not anti-regulation we we absolutely must regulate these platforms but i guess i'm saying like you can't prevent people from 
connecting and talking to each other. Like you'll never be able to to block that. So let them be in their own corners and the rest of us will carry on. It's like if two Nazis meet up at the at a clubhouse in real life. It's like they're just Nazis talking to Nazis. They're not they're not with a bullhorn in the in the street saying like guess what everyone the Jews like that's what Facebook is. Yeah, there's there's less amplification for sure with decentralization. I just think it's going to be the same problem. I actually asked a friend who's working in Web three, and I was like, so what's the plan for handling bad actors? And he was like, good mm-hmm. question. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Like yeah, you all need to figure that out before you build it. Cause that's exactly what happened circa 2005 when they were like, sure. move fast to break things and we'll figure it out later. And like all these horrible yeah. things happened. So I just think sure. unless they're planning for those worst case scenarios, now we're going to be equally screwed in a new different way. Yeah. I, I think that's absolutely, that's I'm absolutely correct. We need pessimist. to learn. <laughs> but we, we, we are right that we need to learn from those mistakes. I guess my, my, my hope is that these these ideas theoretically shouldn't ladder up to tech bro CEOs, corporate, you know, money bags. They should, they should ladder up to Wikipedia or the World Wide Web. They should, like, we made a decision in the early internet to have an open decentralized, we've done this already. We, we already did it with the web and other platforms. It works if we all agree to not monetize it, basically. And so you've got Web3 crypto bros being like, how can we make millions? And that's the problem. It's like, a, it's capitalism. I love that they're like, we're putting ha- power in the hands of the people and democratizing everything. But the people currently getting rich are all yes. tech bros. There was a that's list on, on Forbes this month, in, well, in April, about um, like crypto billionaires. And it was 100% mm. Uh, men and there was, I yes. think, one man of color. Everyone else is a white man. I was like, okay, because cool, 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 has, cool. Glad you guys are democratizing the system. Yeah, who has money to buy commodities? Rich white people. So they're they're the people who are, and they're educated, so they they are able to spend the time and resources to read up on this. And they're like, oh, if I buy Bitcoin today, I'll have more later. Like, it right? That's it. All right, that's let's, it. Let's so, end with something positive for our listeners. Okay. Because right. I think they know the world is falling apart, you know? No, but I, I do want to hammer home this point that... That Matt's an optimist. We have... A, we have no, no, it's not optimism. <laughs> I want to separate the philosophy of decentralization, which I think is good, mm-hmm. and separate that with the poison that is crypto bro capitalism nft let's build a decentralized stock market those are two they those two things don't have to be connected unfortunately but right they are. now they are and that sucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how are you um feeling about your life post magical vacation well <laughs> um we have spent two and a half years being very safe and uh, COVID-free, and then we went on a vacation where we did not wear masks and ate in restaurants and came back and were COVID-free. And yeah. then a child in my son's kindergarten class had COVID, and now my son has COVID, uh, and now my wife has COVID. Uh, and honestly, I'm not feeling so great uh, at this very moment. Uh, so that's how I am. Wow. Wow. Bury the lead. <laughs> And it's fine. We're fine. And everyone's 500% vaccinated and they're like sniffles here and there. No big deal. But 
I wish we could have gone all the way through and been like, yeah, we did it. We uh, didn't you know get what? it. I felt the same way when I got it in, you know, I got it on February 26th. So in March, mm-hmm. 2022, I had COVID basically. And mm-hmm. I felt the same way, but I also think it's coming for everyone. Apparently the latest oh, variant is even more contagious. So right. listen, I think you did a great job avoiding it for as long as you could. And now it's kind of nice. Cause it's like, I don't know. I would imagine it's like a little bit of a relief where you guys can go out and live your lives now. Perhaps. Well, we have been. And yeah. I guess I, I'm I'm feeling the irony of like, wow, everyone I've ever met and everyone in my family and every friend I ever knew and worked with has gotten COVID now that the mask mandates are gone and everyone's back at school with no mask. Like, isn't that a funny coincidence? It's like, I think we got back to normal a little too soon. And everyone pretended it was over. And it's like, it's not over. But if you're vaccinated, you're probably fine. I guess I'm still worried about like in 10 years, will we be like, hey, remember that pandemic? Well, now everyone has brain damage and we didn't know. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm just worried sure. about I mean, HPV stuff. is a virus that later in life yeah. causes cervical cancer. Exactly. So I'm That's like pretty concerned about that. <laughs> That's such a good analogy. I, I'm going to steal that. That's great. Uh, I'm so glad we got to the happy part of the show. Hmm. No, we're good. Life's good. Uh, w- I, we really came here to talk about uh, Utah and you not showering for uh, a week and a half. Yeah. In the desert. It was wonderful. It was insane. <laughs> it was intense. Utah is. The pictures are spectacular. Utah's like the ones that you took. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Also, my whole life I learned that dirt was brown. Turns out dirt can be pink and blue. Cool. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mountains cool. of blue. It was just. And these incredible rock formations that just blew my mind that like nature could make, frankly, they were giant dicks. There were giant dicks everywhere, which, you know, <laughs> me, I fucking loved it. Just dicks everywhere. I also posted a video, you know, of course on TikTok, like I'll spend all this time trying to make my video perfect. I did a one take video running through a canyon. It is half a million views. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Right. Exactly. And then after I'll that, TikTok in the, decided in the to feed. shadow ban me. What? Yep, that's another story. Yeah, no, I, I, I am, I am obsessed with like the thing I spent t- two seconds on and thought was stupid is a million views, yeah. and everything else I work on is nothing. Which one's that? Uh, no, no, just in general, uh, like yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, put, yeah. you put so much effort in. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy. No, but it was really phenomenal. But I joked it was basically like a birthright trip. Like we were like up at seven, <laughs> like hiking eight to twelve miles a day. Like it was a lot, and like. I was really impressed. My friends are really in shape. Wait, and did I tell you I went with? So I set up my childhood friend who I've known since I was three. I'm a college friend and they're married. So nice. knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned it, but I didn't. So you were there with them? It was them and his mother, who's 70 years old. Wow. And wow. was keeping, she was it, no problem. I mean, she was I, leading, <laughs> leading the pack. Love it. Really impressive. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to lay down a lot. I realized <laughs> I'm not in, you know, I rock climb a ton, but it's different than cardio. Yeah. Okay. But Utah's unbelievable. I actually can't wait to go back. There's a, yeah, I want to plan a Utah trip. Were you in a national park of some sort? Or, so or what? my friend from home, um, she's a painter and she started painting the Southwest before the pandemic. And so she knows all these like incredible, obscure places. So a lot of it was backcountry camping. Ah, so that's it's pretty really wild. cool. That's super cool. So you're there like no one's there, like no humans are around. Mm, you're there, there alone. humans, Ish? but like. You know, we camped where there were like no, like dig, digging a hole, taking a shit in a hole. You know what I mean? Like oh shit in a hole. Uh, 
well, there was one. We went to Arches, which is like a very managed national park with lots of tourists. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like we went to Cedar Mesa, which is where there are a lot of ancient cliff dwellings. And my friend paints these and she's obsessed and it's like she she will hike 10 miles to see a cliff dwelling. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and just because I'm not – I'm really ignorant about that, meaning – thousands of years ago native americans lived there yeah. or people yeah, still native, live there native american cliff dwellings yeah got it okay cool yeah really cool it was spectacular and it was really amazing because my friends planned every minute of it and it was kind of incredible to just hop in basically my friend was like you should come to utah with us we're going for my mom's 70th and i was like uh i'll go but i think you have to ask mm. your mom <laughs> <laughs> and then he asked his mom did you know her did you know his mom I before the or wedding like, yeah. Okay, Honestly, but, like, this is where I really you. reaped the benefits of setting them up. Like, I feel like his mom maybe thought <laughs> she couldn't say no off. because, like, I set them up. You know what I mean? So I, I really, really cashed in. I cashed in, and that's you know, it's really funny. It was, honestly, though, it was really actually pretty cool to see what good partners my friends are. I haven't said their names nice. yet. Now I feel like I shouldn't, but like, honestly, they. <laughs> don't care laney and dave so yeah there was it was cool to see what good partners they are you know they planned this whole trip yeah. they took care of everything and you know there were some stressors so it was interesting because yeah i set them up but nobody could have predicted that they would become such partners to each other that's lovely it's unbelievable the structures and and it's crazy too because it's like you know the, the wind and water has created these unbelievable geologic formations over millions of years and then i go on tiktok mm-hmm. and i'm dealing with flat earthers <laughs> <laughs> like um, and then of course like a lot of people who also think the earth is six thousand years old and it's just like wow yeah. Yeah. american education system you know yeah yeah but yeah, I highly recommend Utah. I see why the Mormons chose it. I see how they were <laughs> trekking on through and thought, we'll stop here, you know? <laughs> so. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's another another conversation also, for another time. you know what? I'm tired of the Mormon flack. Mormons get a lot of flack and I'm over it. Like literally you tell someone you're going to Utah and every single person is like, watch out for those Mormons. And I'm like, are you serious? Because <laughs> like at this point I've met a lot of Mormons and – They've all been pretty delightful. No, they're lovely people. <laughs> Granted, it, I, I, my Mormon demographic is I know a bunch of gay ex-Mormons. Um. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. No, no, I'm sure they're lovely. I just I, – my 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 hairs are raised because I, I have been interacting with a lot of um, – a handful of like very lovely, smart, but also like weirdly very religious people. And I'm just like, how could you – how could you be so – Smart and believe in science and vaccines and evolution. Yeah. But you still think that a man in the sky created the world. Yeah. Like, I guess for me, I'm it's having like, trouble. if people are going to say like, oh, those Mormons are weird, then you should also say, so are those Christians and those Jews oh, and no, those Muslims. Sure. And the Jews, Anyone who believes in religion, hardcore, I'm like, yo, what's going on there? What's right. going on? What's going on? And no disrespect, because like, if you have faith, um, there's a, there's a teensy part of me that really envies you to, to have comfort that you, you figured it out and you know how everything works and came to be. I get it. I do get it. But I've been like thinking about this a lot lately. And the best I can do is like, we know that the universe is so unfathomably big that humans thinking they matter and that a god with a face made humans because humans are cool is like an amoeba on a grain of sand saying yep the great amoeba made this great amoeba world for us it's so ridiculous 
Someone commented this on my TikTok, and I don't have it pulled up, so I can't credit this user, but they said basically we should start protesting outside of churches about the separation of church and state, and I kind of love okay. that. Uh, meaning, like, what do you mean <laughs> like, by that? And with the whole going back to the whole abortion thing, like rather mm-hmm. than protest about like anti-choice or this or that, just like protest in front of religious institutions and be like, we have a separation of church and state. Why are you making laws that are, I don't know. I, I kind of like that sure. angle. Yeah. Or even just like hold up a sign and say like, please pay your taxes to churches. Like, could oh we be God, done with that? that? Too. Yeah. Come on. It's absurd. Anyway, you heard it here. The world is burning. We'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> you can email us. That's 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can call us. That number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Across social media, you can contact me at Allie underscore Goldie, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. Please, please, please visit our Patreon. No amount is too small. If you've been listening to this show and enjoying it, even a dollar is wonderful. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. And of course, like all Patreons, there are perks at different levels. Uh, Matt, you never tell them where they can find you, but I think you're Matt underscore Silverman. You got it. That is correct. On Twitter, probably Instagram too. Lindsay will be back next week. She's on vacation. Yeah, we, we didn't even mention didn't that. didn't even mention that. Just like, Should we mention nah, that, have that spliced her. in at the top? Because otherwise it's like, what the hell's nah. happening? Nah. All right. They'll She's on vacation. She's in Europe. Uh, but we got some good shit coming up. Uh, yeah, we do. Oof, it's really good. And I'm excited uh, to pitch so uh, two X chromosomes. Yeah, yeah. Just see if you can uh, poke in there okay. um, and see what's up. I would love to – I don't know. It's it's such a broad community, obviously. So I don't know if there's a moderator that makes sense to speak on behalf – no one wants to speak on behalf of, of women, obviously. But, like, it's a special place. I'm on it, and I'm seeing the I'm pro-Becky, I'm pro-Susan, I'm pro-Teresa. Yeah, it's yeah. really it, good. It affected me. It was very powerful, this this post by this particular user. So, Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yikes. All right. Well, we do hope to hear your thoughts. You can also pop in our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. You can find Two Girls, One Podcast on Facebook if that is your social media of choice. Um, Then again, we're all on Instagram, which is also owned by Facebook. Anywho, we'll figure out that conundrum later. Thank you so much for listening. And let me tell you, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, we're a podcast. And we're on an RSS feed, which is a decentralized technology, which means you can listen to it anywhere you want. You can also download it as an MP3 and listen to it on your toaster. There's no rules because it's a decentralized web platform. You don't have to subscribe on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram to listen to this show. And I think that's pretty cool. Don't you agree? Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last one. We're going to lose it soon. Spotify is going to buy everything. So get it while you can. It's podcasts. You think? They're trying to do it. Don't let them. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. And uh, looking forward to some interviews next week. And we hope you are, too. Bye.